are times when you just have to take your lumps. And I think today's my day, and I imagine a lot of people are saying to themselves, I can't wait to hear what he has to say this time. He was talking a lot of nonsense about, you know, how Ruiz would have Joshua's number this, that, and the third. And he was wrong. To be right and to be fair, this podcast has to be an unequivocal acceptance, respect, and praise for Joshua's performance last night. It has to be. Because on June 2nd, you know, I was one of the loudest voices out there. I'm not going to be a guy that tries to qualify what Joshua did. I thought what he achieved yesterday is absolutely fantastic. None of us are ever going to watch that fight again. And nor do we ever have to watch that fight again. Because in years to come, we will just look back on that achievement. And you have to accept, the man did what he had to do. And that's not easy. You know, and I don't want to be a guy who says, oh, you know, Terry's wise after the fact that I've always said, you know, he has to wrestle with the demons. And I'm just going to just take a sidestep for a second to touch on that. It's absolutely no coincidence that the three people in recent history that have managed to hold it together when being unified champ of the world are Lennox, Vladimir, and now Anthony Joshua. Look at all the other guys who have been there. Tyson went completely off the rails. Um, Fury went completely off the rails. And apparently now Ruiz has gone completely off the rails. So there's something to be said about when you get given the highest honour you can be given in boxing. There are a lot of demons you have to cope with. There are a lot of demons that touch you. Whether you win or lose, you live with those demons. So in different forms, Joshua and Ruiz had to live with demons. Joshua had to wrestle with this idea that, is Ruiz really that good? Is he that much better than I am? Was that a one-off performance or is he special? And he's lived with that for, what, six months and a few days? Day in, day out. It's everywhere he goes, everything he talks about. Am I good enough to beat Andy Ruiz? Andy Ruiz has a different set of demons. Can I beat him again? Can I cope with this fame? Am I ready for this? Am I designed for this? All of these small things that seem insignificant, but seem to have felled bigger men than Andy Ruiz. We now understand the turmoil Tyson Fury went through after defeating Vladimir Klitschko. The load was too heavy for him. We're slowly beginning to understand the turmoil Andrew Ruiz went through after beating Anthony Joshua. And he seemingly couldn't cope. Well, he definitely couldn't deliver when it was needed. So what Joshua has been able to do in unifying those belts and carrying that pressure since he beat Charles Martin, you really have to respect now because the guys we think are better than him seem to be falling by the wayside. They seem to be falling apart. And he seems to be holding it together. And there's something about struggle. There's something about being disregarded, poorly regarded, disrespected. That does something to your character. That means when you get to the top, it's not just about being at the top. It's about what comes after. And Joshua has shown that based on last night's performance. And I'm going to give him the respect he deserves to say that was a champion's performance. What won it for him? I want to say Angel Fernandez, obviously, because I've got the bias. And I think having someone like Angel in the gym is good. 
freshens you up, gets you thinking, opens your mind to new new possibilities and new ranges of motion. And just a different way of boxing, which is fantastic. But actually, Joshua did it for himself because he did the one thing you should be doing. He just stayed in the gym. We all laughed when the following Monday we saw Joshua back hitting a bag. We all laughed when we saw him still training and saying, yeah, I'm going to get my belts back. And we all thought, nah, he ain't going to get those belts back. We know what we saw on, on June 1st. He ain't getting the belts back. And week after week, we just see these small incremental steps forward. Meanwhile, we're, we're liking, we're retweeting, we're sharing Andrew Ruiz, essentially acting the fool at this event, at that event, on this TV show, on that TV show. And we were thinking, okay, give him some time. He deserves it. He's had two hard fights back to back. Give him some time to chill. Days became weekends. Weekends became weeks. Weeks became months. And you're watching Ruiz spiral out of control. And all this time, Josh was just grafting at Finchney, at EIS, at his own gym. Grafting, training, taking the odd break when he needs it. Managing everything right. So when the fight's announced and he hits camp in September, he's already on his fight weight. And then you see the improvements in camp. He did what Ruiz was supposed to do. He elevated it. He said, I need to find an extra 10% from something in my already world-class training program. And he found that. And so you can't begrudge him the win. Like I said, will we ever watch it again? No. Was it a great event? No. You know, it wasn't anything life-changing or world-changing. Let's be honest. No matter what Hearn tries to tell you, it wasn't. It wasn't a spectacle, and it will probably still come second to Joshua Ruiz. Not Joshua Ruiz, sorry. Joshua Klitschko at Wembley. But ultimately, week after week, Joshua was able to distill, you know, the combined philosophy of his team, and he was able to execute that day in, day out, week after week, inspiring. And do I think he had the best buying partners? No. But everything he was doing was better than Ruiz was doing. That's the mind of a champion, you know, outwork your opposition, and he did that. And once again, I have to congratulate him. I have to say, he's shown that he's a world-class athlete for nothing other than his mindset. I will not leave this gym. I will not cut corners. We've never seen Joshua looking off fight condition. Joshua looks like a guy who can take a fight at a week's notice. He's got that discipline and you have to give it to him. I don't care if it's freakish genetics. I don't care if it's synthetic. I don't care if it's this. I don't care if it's that. That guy looks ready to go at all times. And it's so rare to see that in boxes. Now, off the top of my head, I can think of guys who are like that. Chamberlain, Umar Sadiq, Craig Richards. Mm. Huey Fury, for all of his sins, put him in that mix. Eubank Jr. There are all of these guys who are never out the gym. And there's a reason why they do well. There's a reason why they perform well. Because when you're a professional boxer, that is your profession. Every day you go to work. Don't think it's just the three months in the training camp that will get you ready for the fight. It's everything you do. Fight night is a total of everything you've done in your life until that point. Something that Joshua clearly understands. And now I have to accept that he is. He is a special athlete. Great boxer? Nah. Doesn't have a style that I want to see. 
But that doesn't mean I don't respect what he's done because he's shown that he can stay disciplined when others write him off. That's a rare skill to have, as you've seen with Andy Ruiz. It's not that easy getting to the top and still being hungry. Look at it. The weight that we'd all criticised him for went down. The stamina we all criticised him for went up. The chin, the resilience we all criticised him for improved. The punch selection improved. Footwork improved. Everything he had to improve, he improved. It's almost as if he wrote down every question his critics had, had said about him and just came back with answers to each and every one of those and said, listen, I'm here. You have to be a hell of a fighter to take these belts off me, not because I'm more skilled than you, but because you're going to have to outwork me. And I don't think it's going to be that easy to outwork Joshua. I think there's probably just one man left standing who is as dedicated as Joshua is in terms of heavyweights. And he's just chilling right now in Alabama, getting ready for that call. But if this is how Joshua's going to fight, I'm just not going to criticise it anymore because the name of the game is winning. The fans, the fans don't care about anything else. They just care about whether you win or lose and their reaction will be based on that. So if he's going to be cautious, like this is not going to be great and we're back to the dark days of Klitschko, fine. But someone has to topple him from his throne and they need to make sure they can sustain that. And we haven't found that person yet. What I do want to say is Andy Ruiz is an absolute disgrace. And I say that because when you're a professional boxer, one, you should always be on your job. When you've been overlooked as many times as Ruiz has and you're given a chance you will never get again. The stars will never align in that way for you again. Lightning will not strike a second time for you. This is stuff you would have known. This is stuff Manny Robles knew. This is stuff your trainer told you. This is your only chance to secure your future for your family. You just had to perform you just had to stay true till the end of the year. This would have been one year of your life where you weren't Andy Ruiz, the lazy, easily distracted boxer. This was the one time we wanted to see, are you the real deal? Or are there reasons that you slipped against Parker? Are there reasons you've been overlooked for title shots in the past? Are there reasons people didn't rate you before? Is this because you've never been that dedicated? Is that why you hopped from promoter to promoter? I don't know. But what I do know is when you weigh in 283 pounds, when you've known this rematch was coming for six months, the fuck were you doing? What the fuck were you thinking? And what the hell team do you have around you that allowed you to do that? I would not be surprised if her and the private detectives to spy on Ruiz. And see what he was getting up to. I wouldn't be surprised if. You know. Team Matchroom. Team Joshua. Were aware that Ruiz was going absolutely crazy. I'm not saying they put him up to. I'm not saying they set him up in any way. No. I'm just saying they kept an eye on it. And went. This is going to be like Sugar Ray Leonard versus Duran too. There's going to be one guy that stays disciplined on his job. Who will go on to be a great. And it will be another guy who thinks he can rely on bravado and natural skill. 
12 round fights are not about bravado and actual skill. At some point, you've got to be fit enough to box. Ruiz actually said he was going to come in 5 to 10 pounds lighter for the rematch. So that's a 25 pound swing at this most extreme. 25 pound swing. Nearly two stone. That's embarrassing. He's humiliated Manny Robles. He's humiliated himself. He's humiliated his family. We should have all been worried. And this is when I got worried. I got worried when his dad had to do an interview and say I had to tell Andy to stop buying cars. That told me that he didn't care about the rematch. That told me, hold on, why are you... If you really think you're going to buy, beat Joshua, no, don't buy the cars now. Get that money. Then with the money's right, buy the cars. But some people don't have that discipline to defer gratification for the long term. And because of that, he's going to be left fighting guys like Oscar Rivas. He might get fair to Luis Ortiz and one of those two has to sink or swim. Now he's got to go the dirt track route to try and win a title shot again. Because he couldn't be bothered to train. And you can sit in the interview with your fat round face and go, I'm sorry I let everyone down. No, you let yourself down and a post-fight conference is not the time to realise you screwed up. He took Joshua lightly. He didn't understand that it's not easy holding those belts. The same thing Fury realised. The same, same thing Wilder knows. It is not easy hanging on to a belt. You have to be on your job every day. That's why as a world champion, we respect you. We respect you because every day you're chipping away, shaping that legacy. You're in that gym. And when you're not in that gym, it's because you plan to take a break. Not because you had to go and do Telemundo in Mexico. Not because you had to go and do a fiesta. Now, how the hell is Andrew Ruiz talking about I had to train myself and stuff like this? What kind of shambles was this? Money can't be the excuse now. You already won the first fight. You knew you had money coming in. Everyone was good. And Andy Ruiz screwed it up. You know, didn't have any ideas. Said he knew that Joshua was going to try and run, couldn't cut the ring off, couldn't double jab, couldn't box on the front foot, actually. Turned out that actually Ruiz is the one-dimensional one, not Joshua. And now you understand why Ruiz has been from trainer to trainer. Now you understand why Ruiz has been from promoter to promoter. Now you understand why Ruiz has always fallen short when it was really needed. But he had his time in the sun, and now we've just got to let him find his level in the heavyweight division. There was always a question, wasn't it? Was Joshua that bad or was Ruiz that good? I think we know the answer now. And sadly for Andy Ruiz, the phone will stop ringing. People won't want pictures with him anymore. And now he's got to cope with the very thing he feared, being labelled a failure. Those very demons he was wrestling will now consume him until he can find a way to the top again. And if he doesn't, he might keep embarrassing himself like he did last night. And I think last night puts to bed this notion that we should respect anyone that steps through those ropes. We absolutely shouldn't. That's their job. 
you're paid to step through those ropes and take punches. You're not doing it out the love of your sport or whatever. That's what amateurs do. You're a professional boxer. You show up fully fit to do the distance. You show up fully fit to do what you have to do. And so does the other guy. And then you both get paid. He was a disgrace to the sport yesterday. He was poor, over, overweight, out of shape, out of ideas. His corner failed him. But then again, I think that relationship's broken down. Would I be surprised to see Ruiz go and train somewhere else? No. But I just don't see him getting a world title shot again. Because he's basic, he's skillful, he's fast, he's all the, he's all the right things, but he's just a counterpuncher. He's not a guy that can seek and destroy. And yesterday was a day for him to seek and destroy. And he fluffed his lines. But I want to bring it back to Joshua and say, we now have to look at Joshua differently as a heavyweight. We've got to rate him higher than we've rated him before. Is he the best in Britain right now? Yeah. Yeah, he's better than Fury. Not more talented, no. But I, I'd take his CV over Tyson's. I'd take his journey over Tyson's. And with Angel Fernandez, hopefully now a permanent member of that team, I can see it going further because Angel's still growing. Angel's still improving. I don't know the other guys in the team personally. I can't speak for them. But I see Angel and I see someone who's just taking knowledge from everywhere. So he's still growing. Everybody has to now say to themselves, I am not beating Anthony Joshua if I don't work harder than Anthony Joshua. This outskilling him, outpowering him, all that stuff is dead. If you're not prepared to do a thousand rounds on fight night, you're not beating this man. Ruiz showed that. First fight, hungry, overlooked, underestimated. And so he could do what he could do. Rematch, had him scouted. Knew he was one-dimensional. Knew that he could only really counterpunch. Same thing Parker knew. Knew that footwork would be key. Get a bigger ring. Make Ruiz chase you. Make sure you're fit enough to do it. Joshua did it. And now he's unified champion again. And now he's legitimately unified champion. No, oh, you don't deserve those belts. None of that. There'll be no negativity on this podcast towards Joshua at all. No. Why? He did what he was supposed to do. And he did it when a lot of us didn't expect him to do it. So he has my respect now. I think that's a, probably a good point to, to draw a line under the podcast, so... Thanks for listening. I just wanted to share my views. I haven't been on social media because I didn't want to get into the back and forth of it, you know, which gets quite infantile. I just wanted to share my honest appraisal of the whole thing, give myself 24 hours to think and reflect on what happened. And hopefully you guys enjoyed it. And if you do, please like, share it, you know, the usual channels. You know, sometimes we all got to eat humble pie. Today was my day to eat it, so I have no problem doing it.